Grand rising, beautiful soul family. I'm Coach Susie, and welcome to the Beyond Abuse podcast, a show about the power and benefits of self-love and hope to overcome self-doubt, depression, anxiety, and panic attacks resulting from the trauma and abuse of our past. I love sharing my story, but I love showcasing other badass men and women who learn to turn their pain into purpose. And they're using that gift to help other men and women transform their mindset from victim to victor. Today, I have the pleasure and honor of showcasing Leslie Gaudette, who is an executive contributor with Brains Magazine and a mindset and emotional awareness coach for women. Through her journey of self-love and self-acceptance, Leslie went on to become a certified life coach and attained further certifications in group coaching and emotional intelligence. She helps her clients to achieve self-awareness around their emotional triggers through shifting their mindset so that they can make better decisions when they respond, which allows them to bring more balance, peace, and harmony into their life. She works closely with her clients, starting with mindset, because that is the foundational piece of self-love and self-acceptance. Leslie believes when you change your brain the way that you think, you will transform your life. So with all that being said, thank you so very much, Leslie, for being here. I love that change your brain. Tell us more about that. Introduce yourself. Tell us more about that. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much. That's such a lovely introduction. Yeah, um, really, mindset is so important. I think a lot of people think um, they, they really kind of downplay it, but it's what you believe. Yeah. Our mindset, and I think that's because a lot of people don't understand that the why why people talk about mindset so much. And for me, mindset is our set of beliefs. The things that we've accumulated over our lifetime, whether it's our own personal experiences, whether it's shared experiences with other people, learning from what they're doing, how they react to things, um, maybe even passed down to us by generations uh, before us, and sometimes even cultural things, right? Mm -hmm. So you have those cultural and generational beliefs get passed down. And as a child, you don't really have that filter yet because you're just learning. So you're taking everything in like a sponge. If you've heard the terminology, children are like sponges mm -hmm. and they just take everything in. But what ends up happening is we don't understand as a child, okay, what's good for us to hold on to and use for our life? And what don't I need? But like, what can I just kind of filter through? Mm -hmm. And so what ha happens is as we go through life, we bring those beliefs with us based on our experiences. What, as I said, we formed those as young adults, as young children. And then into our young adult life, we maybe even make them more pronounced based on further experiences. Mm -hmm. And then uh, as we're older and we're going through life, a lot of the time, we're not even really recognizing that the way we are reacting to specific things has been in our way of life since we were a kid because we're not thinking about that we're just thinking something happens we get triggered an emotion happens we have a response and then that's how it goes and that's just a habit that we've formed over life because it's it's been embedded into our subconscious right. and so that belief system is 
what I like to say is something that influences your thoughts and your emotions. So I have a, a, a thing that I've called it the space between moment, meaning an event happens and the emotion. And before you do that, there's a space in between where you decide what you're going to give the meaning to what just happened. And then the intensity of the emotion. And that's what is going to typically show up each time that intense emotion gets triggered. And it doesn't even have to be the same type of event. It just has to be the emotion being triggered. So that thoughts and emotions that are influenced by what we believe already, and then we're reinforcing it as we get older, that in turn dictates how we show up in our world in the things that we say and do. And if you're not really self-aware of it, because maybe your typical way of responding to something that sets you off, say from zero to 100 in a second, Mm and you respond a specific way and you don't really feel good about it afterwards because now you've had time to think about it. And oh, somebody crossed in front of you that really didn't deserve maybe to have that outburst. But in that moment, when you are in that frame of mind, you're not thinking with your logic center, which is your prefrontal cortex Mm -hmm. right here. You're thinking with your amygdala back (laughs) here, which is your emotional center, right? Mm -hmm. And that is what will make you respond. And so over time, then you're thinking, oh boy, I didn't really want to respond that way. And I know I feel badly about it. Now I got to go back and fix it. I like to say that if you have enough of those moments in your life where you're having to go back and fix it, you're not present in your life, what you're doing today. Mm. And there's no possibility of you really even looking forward to what's next because you're always going back to fix those blowups. And so that's why I feel like that's why I always say that mindset is really important it also is important as it relates to self-love because you did bring mm-hmm. that up because, um, you know, self-love is a beautiful term, I believe. And uh, there's a lot of things out there to, to empower you in that, that area. However, if you have specific beliefs about yourself, for example, low self-esteem, maybe you have body issues, maybe you were shamed Um, for the way you looked as when you were younger and you still see that younger self in the mirror when you look, but that's not how you look, but your mind is still seeing that young man or that young woman who was always ridiculed and teased and put down as a young child. And then you fast forward to now and you have those beliefs about that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not deserving, you look horrible. You always say that about yourself that to go through a self-love program is great, but you might not get out of it everything that you need unless you work on your mindset first. Because if you go into something like a self-love program, which is meant to empower you to make sure that you do things for yourself, that you uh, fill your cup daily so that it's never empty. But if you are looking at at yourself that, oh, I don't like myself. I don't like who I am. I'm not happy with myself. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I dress. I don't like how I speak. And so you have all these negative feelings about yourself to go into a self-love program. If you haven't dealt with that, going through that program isn't really going to transform you the way you want, because once you get through it, and I don't know if if you can resonate this, but if you've ever taken a program before, And maybe you weren't completely ready at a specific stage that that program was meant for Mm -hmm. and you got through it. At some point, you're dependent or codependent, should I say, 
on your instructor or on that program. And once it's done, then you feel a sense of emptiness because you're still, your mindset has not been thoroughly switched from the negative to a more empowering one. And so that's why I real that's why when I work with people, it starts with mindset. It's a very hard thing to do mm-hmm. because you have to face yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say, okay, I've been looking at myself saying you're not good enough and mm-hmm. you're not worthy and you're not deserving and you're ugly and you're fat and mm-hmm. you're this and you're that. And it's all of these negative things. Right. But you're afraid to look at that face. You're afraid mm-hmm. to look at that and be honest and acknowledge that you're saying those things mm-hmm. because then you have to do something about it. Yeah. Wow. Right. Because once you admit it and you say it out loud and it, you, mm-hmm. you realize, oh my gosh, I've been saying this to myself my whole life. Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. And if I want to change, I have to change the narrative. Yes. But what ends up happening a lot of the time is that narrative can sometimes be a safety net uh, mm-hmm. for some people because they can use that as something to fall back on. Oh, well, I didn't get the promotion because, well, I don't dress that great. And that person who got it, I mean, she looks way better than I do. Wow. Their hair looks better. They look at, they're a certain size. Um, they have more education than I do. So you start comparing yourself and putting yourself down. Mm. So it's really important. That's why for me, mindset is key right. to everything. I love that you said that too, because, you know, a lot of us weren't taught self-love. Like we, we don't know what self-love is. So if you don't have the mindset to know what self-love is, then you're not going to know how that feels. You know, like it really is a mindset thing. It's almost like tricking yourself from the things that, like you're saying, the negative things that you've heard, like I'm not good enough and telling yourself that you are good enough. It's like reprogramming your brain in a sense, right? To believe these, these opposite things other than what was told to you. Is that correct? Excuse me. Absolutely. And so like I work with a coach and I believe, I believe in coaching. Yeah. And I believe as a coach that I always want to be the best version of myself Mm -hmm. so that I can serve my clients at the highest level. And one of the things that my coach and I have talked a lot about is our brain and how our brain likes to keep us safe. Meaning Mm -hmm. um, when we fall back on those limiting beliefs, oh, well, it didn't work out. And, um, and then you start saying, well, it didn't work out because, and you fill in the blank, whatever it's because I'm not worthy. And I, you know, I didn't deserve it anyways. And so you're able to fall back on that. And that's just your brain saying, you know what, it's okay, you know, because you know, you're right. And I'm here to protect you. So instead of you actually doing the things that you need to do to change your mindset, don't worry about it. Let's just stay over here because this is the safe place, which is called the safe zone. And that's through emotional intelligence. So you're in the safe zone, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know, all of this stuff happens with you and you know that um, you have uh, like this mindset, your belief, Mm -hmm. and you know, if something happens, you're going to respond a certain way, but you know, the cycle, you know, it's going to be the cycle where I'm going to, I'm going to have a, a, an emotional uh, explosion. I'm going to cool down. I'm going to go and apologize. And then it's going to go away. And yeah, it might come back again, but I know the routine, mm-hmm. but coming here, which is stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is, I call it the uncomfortable space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where you let yourself be open mm-hmm. to, okay. Acknowledging facing 
embracing it and releasing those things that are holding you back so that you can step into this unknown zone of possibilities. But it's like really super hard because we have to say, we have to actually acknowledge and take responsibility for our own belief, right? And because we're the one holding on to it. Yes. You know, if I was to say to you, um, or you were to say to me, Leslie, I don't like your hair. It makes you look whatever. Mm -hmm. I could either hold on to that Mm -hmm. and then that becomes my belief. And then everywhere I go, I'm always looking in the mirror and said, do I look okay? And then I start telling myself, no, I don't. And, and, and then I think, well, if she's telling me that, maybe she told me that for a reason, but if I don't get curious around that, um, to figure out what the reason is, because again, you could be coming from a place that's saying I'm helping you Mm. where I'm hearing she's criticizing me. Mm. And so I'm not taking into effect that, Oh, okay. How can I make this better? Cause I don't ask. And so there's that whole thing of not only are you taking these beliefs, but sometimes you adopting others beliefs as your own without asking questions. Mm. Like you get curious because someone else's belief doesn't have to be your right you don't have to believe if something is like if someone says I don't like how you dress but that's how you dress because you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. then that's their opinion it doesn't make it true about you we all have an opinion Mm -hmm. and I think it's just because we live in such a world where everybody's out in Mm -hmm. in the social media Mm -hmm. and they're starting to compare themselves to each other and then they start feeling less than someone Mm -hmm. else that they know maybe a friend they haven't seen for 10 years and they say wow look at that person and then they look at they go and they say oh look at me I don't look as good as that person I would hate for them to see me in person and so then you start going down those rabbit holes so Mm. yeah there's a lot I could get into this (laughs) very deeply so what made you want to become a a life coach and and teach about the importance of mindset and emotional intelligence what led you down that path Yeah, so that's a really good question because I had been working in the corporate world as a paralegal and a legal assistant for a a very large chunk of my life. And in the beginning, it was fabulous because I loved the hustle and the grind and um, I felt really empowered uh, doing what I was doing. But I think over time, um, in a corporate world job, I felt like the more money I was going after, the harder I had to work. Mm -hmm. But the older that I got, I wanted to work less hard. Mm -hmm. I didn't want, I wanted to still be making that money, but I didn't want to be putting in like hours upon hours. And I was ending up, uh, one of the jobs that I was working, I was working, you know, going to work early in the morning, getting there for like seven o'clock, not getting home until like seven, five days a week, bringing work home, sometimes working on the weekends. And this went on for almost three years, like the, just the last three years before I made changes. Mm -hmm. And I, at that time was saying, and and I, at that time was finally at the boiling point. Mm. It started 10 years, almost 10 years before that, because Mm -hmm. I was thinking, you know what? Hustle and grind doesn't really, doesn't really like light me up anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like this type of lifestyle. I want to slow down a little bit, or I want to do something that I love. But at that time, I, I don't, I didn't even think about, Oh, I have social media, start Googling, but that didn't happen until four years ago when I started looking Mm -hmm. and I realized I need to make changes because I literally was feeling like my, I was one step away from my grave. Wow. 
because I was working so hard and I felt I would have a heart attack. And I realized then that if I didn't make those changes, I was, I, I, like I said, I didn't know if I would be here today talking mm -hmm. to you. So wow. once I started realizing, okay, I have to make some changes, that's when I went on my self-love journey, mm -hmm. um, self-growth, learning about myself, learning about things that are out in the world, what other women mm -hmm. are doing, getting involved, meeting new people, mm -hmm. um, just getting out there and meeting strangers mm -hmm. that I just go by myself to an event and just meet people, which was uncalled, you know, unheard of yeah. for me. <laughs> and when I did that, I realized, you know, I have like a lot of things that I went through as a young child. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that was what shaped me to be so stubborn and staying in the position that I was in. And because a lot of that was self-worth, not thinking that I was worthy of anything more. Wow. And so when I realized that I needed to make change and started down this path and then eventually started to be, become a coach and got getting certified mm -hmm. um, and really like leaning into it and working with people, I realized I want to I be able to help that woman who maybe just have been like me or is like me right now. That was that was that woman from three from five years ago. Mm -hmm. And she's uh, she's like on her on this road to she knows if I don't make changes now, I don't know what's going to happen. Because part of that, too, was my marriage. I mean, I've been married almost 20. I've been married actually 25 years, mm -hmm. I should say, mm -hmm. almost 26 years. And I realized that my marriage was suffering too. Mm. And, and so I want to be able to help that woman who is, if she's in that world where she's feeling like less than she's maybe she's blame shifting the world for her circumstances, maybe her significant other, they don't get along or they're not having this communi open communication mm -hmm. because she's feeling he doesn't get her or understand her or respect her and it has nothing to do with anything else but what she's internalizing mm. and help her to realize that there is another path mm. but it means stopping and like I said stepping into that uncomfortable space and looking at yourself and acknowledging that you're not that you're part of your problem but you're part of what's happening because you're in your own way mm -hmm. and you could make change if you decided like today mm -hmm. and said, okay, I'm ready. I don't know what that looks like, mm -hmm. but I'll, I'm ready to at least put my, take one step and start looking. Mm -hmm. And so I always say like one small, tiny step every day yeah. and just keep moving. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be anything huge, right. but I needed to make those changes. And I knew that if I could do that, I could help other people do that. And I started, as I said, looking for ways to do that mm -hmm. and help women to be able to have a better life, especially one that's fulfilled, yeah. you know, embracing their own happiness, embracing that me time, uh, quality time for themselves is not selfish, yeah. that it actually is selfish that they don't. Because yeah. when, you, when you're not at your optimum, meaning you're at your peak level mm -hmm. of your cup is full, yeah. you don't feel like playing with your children. You don't feel like maybe having that date night with your spouse or significant other you don't feel like going out with friends you feel like sitting in front of your television and vegging out like mm. I was doing mm. and so that's why I wanted to be able to help and say you know there is a better way mm -hmm. and I've traveled this path and I can help you travel it too wow that's amazing so for those women out there who are inquiring like and I know that every every person is different but what does a fulfilled life look like for you like what is the fulfilled life look like for you 
Well, from personal experience, okay, for me, I, so I work from home. I, and when I say I work from home, my home does not mean that it's set any place. I don't have an actual address. Uh -huh. um, right now, my husband and I are commuting back and forth between Mexico. So we were in wow. Puerto Morales, Mexico from November until May. Uh, so from November last year until May of this year. And that was our first, we, we decided that that's what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. We had decided it before COVID, mm -hmm. but then COVID changed the destination, Mexico destination. Mm -hmm. So we ended up in Canada first back in May of 2020 wow. here in this, this province, Moncton, New Brunswick. And we were here for four months and then we traveled down to the U.S. because um, I'm an I'm American citizen born and but I was also raised in Canada okay. and my husband is Canadian and we decided, OK, we're going to go to Mexico from from Florida. So we were there for uh, seven, uh, six months. Mm -hmm. It was fabulous wow. and realized that I'm going to live my 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 home is wherever I am. Wow. I don't have to have an actual address mm -hmm. that belongs solely to me. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm in a small Airbnb, mm -hmm. but it's a cute little place. It's not mine and mm -hmm. it's okay. <laughs> I don't want to have to have the hassle of, yes. you know, and then maybe someday, maybe, maybe, in fact, I'm actually thinking about it, mm -hmm. is actually having our own maybe destination where we do have mm -hmm. a couple of homes here and there so that we do go there. But right now, I'm excited to just see different places. Mm. And once my little pup, he's 15, once he passes on, uh, then who knows? Because I know we want to go to Thailand. We, we've got um, invitation to Bali from someone wow. that I reconnected with. Um, just different places. Mm -hmm. And I can work anywhere. I don't yeah. need to be uh, at one place. And so for me, that's part of it is embracing a lifestyle nomadic lifestyle that has allowed me to just live nice. my life um i don't I'm, i don't i've never actually been the girl that said i'm gonna work a full career and then retire and then <laughs> live my life i've always been yes. i've always been the girl when we got married we just moved from place to place and just lived our lives mm -hmm. but now we're doing it where there's not like one set place right and then of course the other part is having those on um un, sorry non-negotiable i should say mm -hmm. time spaces and time places or things spots and time or you know you schedule it mm -hmm. out scheduled time where it's yours yeah so every single day i start with mindset like mm -hmm. i do it's just for me set mm -hmm. myself up for success right yeah so you have those pockets of time throughout your day because time's so valuable it's actually the most precious commodity yes. that we have we forget that. Mm -hmm. I, I listened to a Joe, Dr. Joe Vitale uh, training yesterday, and he was saying that um, time, when you lose time, sorry, when you, what, you can make more, if you lose your money, you can make more money, yes. right? Mm -hmm. But if you lose your time, you've wasted a part of your life. Yes. So, and, and it's like, you can't get it back, but you can, you can make more money because money comes and goes, yes. but time, it waits for no one and it continues on. And so yes. for me, using my time that I decide when I'm going to work, I decide where I'm going to live, and I decide how much time I'm going to spend on each thing and making sure that part of that time is devoted non-negotiable time to me yes. and then quality time with friends and family. Yes. This is like, this has been such an empowering 
especially the last year and a half has been so amazing wow. just because we decided to do this and we've been doing it. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Yes. And I think that that I, I do agree that, you know, success and freedom, it looks different from from everybody. But I think that really is what everybody is looking for. They're looking for to be able to manage their time, to be in control of their time, because you're right. We don't get that back. And I think so many more people are starting to realize that, that I've wasted years on something that I never even really cared about, you know, and that's time mm -hmm. that I can, I can never get back. But going forward, I, I do have that, that option. And you have people out here like Leslie that are helping you to, to change your mindset, to, to get you to that space of freedom or success, whatever success or freedom looks like for you internally. So um, tell us about what you offer. What are your, what does coaching look like or what programs do you have? Or do you have any books? Let us know what you have um, for the people who are interested in learning how to change their mindset. Yeah, great question. And thank you for allowing me to share that. So yeah. for me, um, so I have a program that I had, it's my, my very first program. I'm actually working with somebody in that now and it's around, breaking the cycle because mm -hmm. we have, again, it starts with mindset mm -hmm. and we always have something that's holding us back from moving forward. And, it, and it, for everyone, it's different. Mm -hmm. And even if you, if I had two people in the same room that had the same specific thing, it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. And so how this person feels about it is a it's going to be different than this person, but it's really helping them go back. It's re honing in on what's holding you back. But you have to understand, in order to understand what's holding you back, you have to know where it started, when, the circumstances, the how, the why, the when, the where, mm -hmm. learning about yourself, how you grew up, um, your interactions with your, your family. Um, if you grew up in a, a family uh, where you had other siblings, if you had a one parent home, if you were going between parents' homes, you know, if you ask, if, if you have siblings, for example, mm -hmm. and you asked your brother and sister um, about your experiences of growing up, you're going to, you'll find that they're vastly different. Mm -hmm. You don't have the same experience, even if you live in the same house. Right. And so it's just learning about that. And then learning about how the, whatever that is, that's been holding them back, whatever the fear is uh, around this limiting belief, because again, fear will attach itself to your limiting belief, mm. because then you'll start thinking like, well, maybe if people ridiculed you uh, as you were a child growing up, uh, maybe based on how you dressed or how you looked at the time, you might still be carrying that with you. And even though you might look fabulous today, you're not going to see that person because you're always going to be that little girl or that little boy that's looking back at how you were treated until you figure out how to move through it. Wow. And so I always say you can't go under it, you can't go over it, and you can't go around mm -hmm. it. You must go through it. And so that's why with it, we, we talk about naming it, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and then you face it. And that's where you face why. And then we have the embracing piece and the releasing. Part mm -hmm. of it, uh, I worked with a woman, um, the very first woman that I worked with through this program, and she had a lot of fears. Part of them were she didn't want to leave her home. She didn't like being in her home at night because she thought people were looking at her. She didn't like um, going driving around. She didn't like meeting new people. She didn't like being in rooms full of strangers. 
Um, and what was really great about after moving through this whole program with her, and part of it was hard, because mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to lie, yeah, when you have to absolutely. face it and actually have to acknowledge it, it's going to be hard. Yes. However, when you move through it, and believe me, I've never taken anyone through something that I haven't done myself. Mm -hmm. So just so you know, I've yeah. gone through this process myself. <laughs> and I've done it more than once. Mm -hmm. But um, something always comes back to surface. And so when we were able to go through it and then had this whole forgiveness, cause I, I took her through a forgiveness uh, piece of it through the release. Mm -hmm. And when she was able to release it, it was almost like she felt this weight mm -hmm. lifted because what ends up happening is our, our, our emotions mm -hmm. become physical burdens. If mm -hmm. we if we carry them with us long enough. Wow. And when she was able to release it, she was going out. She was meeting new people. She was going to events where she knew nobody. She was going to new rest, um, new markets to try different foods, to like buy ingredients mm -hmm. so she could try some different foods. She um, has a significant other now that she she actually has a life. Yeah. She started a little mini business of her own, and it was like, oh, so this was this person that was sitting here mm -hmm. for so long that she she allowed herself to push herself down for so long she didn't feel she was worthy and when she went through and realized some of the things that were holding her back based on how she felt about herself as a young woman mm -hmm. and she was bringing that forward she realized I can I can reframe that you know you can rewrite your story anytime you like because it's your story wow. so if you can write if you and that's why I think journaling is so powerful mm -hmm. when people say journaling it really is powerful because you get out what's, I always say, get out what's here mm -hmm. on the paper. Yeah. And you'll not only will you find all the things that aren't serving you, but you'll find all of your ideas, all of the things that you've been carrying around with you wow. that's been swirling around and you've, you've missed because you're like, oh my gosh, you start writing and then you're thinking, oh yeah, I want to do this. And oh, I want to do that. And, and then you start like going, oh my gosh, right? It just opens up mm -hmm. this whole wow. thing for you. And so- when I was able to work with her through that, it was powerful to see this transformation. Yes. Um, and so I have that program. But I also have another program. Um, I call it the 3S Success Formula. And it's for women like myself who have been working through as an entrepreneur and especially online. And you have all of these things coming at you that are saying, okay, do this, do that. This is the magic pill over here. No, this is the magic formula. Mm -hmm. And so you're saying yes to everything. So it starts again with mindset. It starts about, it also has, talks about self-love, putting yourself first, making sure you fill your cup daily so that you're never empty. And then we start, start talking about your strategy. Like, what are you saying yes to? Because again, it comes down to time. Time is valuable. Yeah. If you do not use your time wisely, your time will use you and you will not be happy. You won't have that life that you want because you're saying yes to everything, overextending yourself, overwhelming yourself, and you might not have time for the, your loved ones because I actually had a young lady say to me, I feel guilty when I take time, that extra time that wow. I have available to me that's, uh, that's not working on my business and I'm doing it for me because I'm thinking I should be using that for my business. Wow. And it's like, no, no, no. You need to like look after mm -hmm. you so that you show up everywhere yes. at, the, at your optimum, at your peak. And wow. so- and so, and then of course we talk about strategy, like what's your endurance plan? What are you willing to commit to? Are you willing to commit to yourself? Mm -hmm. Because these are things that if it, I, I, from experience, 
I've gone down a thousand rabbit holes. I have many programs that I have bought, webinars that I've signed up for that I've never attended, uh, products that I still have sitting in my Trello vault that I haven't opened or I've only briefly started. And that was before I decided it's time. Mm -hmm. And that was when I decided to work with a coach myself. Like not just, it was not just the first coach, but this was the first coach really around mindset and my beliefs and really learning that I don't have to say yes to everything all the time because that was me thinking I'm going to miss out because I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough and that that was the big piece for me and so that's my other program is is that so I've got the breakthrough break free which talks about what this limiting belief is Mm -hmm. or it could be multiple but this one major limiting belief that has you stuck Mm-hmm. And we go back and figure the out, the why, the when, the how, the why, the where, all of that stuff mm-hmm. to help you then move through it so that you can start loving yourself and, and be able to like look yourself in the mirror and say, I see you, I love you, no judgment, no criticism, you are amazing. Yes. And then you start really like building from there. And then the other one is really geared towards the woman who's already kind of already there, but she's still the mindset around trying to build her business. And I'm not saying I'm a business coach because I'm not. Right. But I want to be able to help you say, okay, don't go down all those rabbit holes if they don't mean, mean anything to you right. right now. Just because you have 10 state steps to your goal doesn't mean that all 10 steps are going to be the ones that you go through. Right. Because when you're open to and accepting that maybe something better comes along, right. um, that really takes you even further than what you had anticipated. That's mm-hmm. when you can say, okay, I don't have to say yes to this thing that came in because even though it fit for a part of my goal, mm-hmm. like 10 steps down, it might not when, if you just focus on now. Yeah. And so I help with that. So that's that program that I have. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, we're a little over, but what, okay. what, what words of motivation, what words of encouragement or what words would you say to that woman who, um, who is dealing with, you know, emotional triggers or things that she's going through? Um, speak to that woman before we, before we end the, the podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. I just want every woman out there to know that I, yes, we're emotional. Okay. Women are emotional. Men are emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wow. No one's ever told you that? Well, yes, we're all emotional. We were born with emotions. Each sex was born with emotions for a reason so that we could love, so we could have all of these different uh, things come to us and learn from them. And I want that woman to know who, if she's listening to me today, because she's in her own head saying, you know, I've been told that I'm overly emotional. It's okay to have your emotions it's okay to show your emotions it's not okay to live in your emotions meaning if you have those emotions happening for you why don't you you what you need maybe to take is a um, an emotional time stamp really or to take an accounting like how am i showing up when something triggers me i call it the emotional journal Mm -hmm. writing down when something happens what happened how did i respond how did i feel how did i respond Getting a self-awareness around those specific triggers will give you an indication of what is the trigger that has always got you going. Yeah. So even if it's not the same emo- it's not the same event, that emotion is always being triggered. Then you can figure out, okay, this is how I usually respond. Now let's stop myself. Mm-hmm. And that's just the first step. But I want you to understand that you are okay. 
that to be, to be emotion, to be emotion, to have your emotions. You are, it is okay. I'm giving, I want you to give yourself permission to do that. But I also want you to be able to give yourself permission to live your life and not allow what anyone else has to say about you to be your truth, because that's just their opinion. And everyone is entitled to an opinion, including yourself. But it doesn't mean that the opinion of others is the truth about you. The only one who has any, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, anyone, the only person who has any right to tell you who you are is yourself. So when you go and you look in the mirror and you see that woman, I want you to be able to tell her, you know what? I see you. I've got you. And even though someone over here might be telling you that you're not good enough, they don't, they can say whatever they want. The only person who can tell you your truth is you. So if you decide to believe that is your truth, because again, remember I told you about adopting others' opinions as our own, it's up to you to decide. And I know that we all want to have this life where we're happy and and not allow others' opinions to um, to frame up to, to to make us feel a certain way. And they will because we're just we have emotions, right? And the things people say can hurt. But again, like I said, empower your inner hero. Let her be the one to guide you because she's waiting Mm. because you're powerful and you're amazing. And I just want you to know that. Oh, wow. I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. Empower, empower her because she is so powerful. Thank you so very much, Leslie, for joining me today for your words of wisdom. Um, and, and, and helping us to realize the importance of self-love and self-acceptance, because that's really what it's all about for us to live that happy, thriving life that we desire. We have to, we have to stop taking on the opinions of others and start listening to, to who she says that I am, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so very much for being here with me today. I really appreciate you. You are welcome. I'm so glad to have been a part of this. I just hope that if there was a woman out there who is feeling like less than, that she knows today that the only person who can tell her she's less than is herself. So I want her to empower the inner hero not and, and tell that inner critic of hers to go take a seat. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Leslie, for being here. Enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Thank you. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, y'all heard Leslie, okay? If you are a woman, even a man, because I don't like to discriminate. I know that Leslie helps women. I help men. But that inner critic, that inner critic is your worst enemy. It's not your friend. It's your worst enemy. And it's holding you back from living and realizing the life of your dreams. You know, Leslie said, tell him to sit down. Tell him to have a seat. Tell your inner critic to sit down and be quiet and listen to that empowering voice. Wow, that was amazing. You guys, I will leave all of Leslie's information in the show description box. I will also leave that in the description box on the YouTube channel. Uh, If you guys are interested in reaching out, all of her contact information will be there. Uh, If you are ready to change your mindset and live an empowered life, you know, I, I assist men, she assists women, um, but I don't discriminate. You know, if a woman says that she wants to, she, she's, she likes my vibe, she's, uh, you know, she's interested in learning from me, I don't discriminate. But my heart really is for men because I do think that men don't always recognize that they are enough. 
that they are worthy, that they are deserving because they weren't led to believe that as children, as little boys. So uh, if you enjoyed the topic today, I invite you to subscribe to the monthly uh, self-care newsletter where I provide tips, tools, and resources on loving yourself deeper every day. Uh, once you subscribe, you will receive my free ebook from victim to victor, how to learn, how to live an empowered life beyond abuse. The ebook was created to move you from victim to victor and help you live an empowered life beyond the abuse and depression of your past. It was created to push you and assist you with redirecting yourself toward a more peaceful, happier existence. All subscribers receive 25% off the five poetry book bundle. 15% off all products and free access to the private Facebook ebook support community from victim to victor, how to live an empowered life beyond depression and abuse. There's daily encouragement, weekly challenges, and weekly live Zoom training with Q&A every Friday with me at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, subscribe to the newsletter today by copying the link in the description box below or by visiting suzysuttles.com. A special thank you to all my YouTube subscribers podcast subscribers and podcast listener supporters. I thank you for your love, kindness, and generosity. It is greatly appreciated. When you make a monthly love offering in support of this podcast, it helps to sustain future episodes and it assists the mission of A Mother's Touch, Inc., which is to provide co-parents and families with love, nurturing, guidance, and the resources they need to become a healthier, happier, more holistic version of themselves. We also assist men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence relationships and struggling financially. If this is your first time listening to the podcast on Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or Spotify or YouTube, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast and to become a listener supporter. If you or someone you know is in need of financial assistance, please fill out the form for financial assistance via the web at www.amotherstouchinc.org and a mother's is spelled with a Z. You can also make a love offering on that website as well. Um, if you wanna make a love offering a different way, we accept a cash app, which is dollar sign a mother's touch Inc or Venmo, which is the at symbol a mother's touch Inc. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. I did. I know that I got some, um, some nuggets from Leslie um, but tune in, tune in to yourself. You know, that's how you become the best and greatest version of yourself. And I thank y'all. I love y'all. Um, I appreciate the support, the love, but y'all know, before I let you go, I need to, I need to say a prayer of love out into the universe. So thank you, dear universe. I thank you. Um, you know what? We all are needed. We all are here to, to help and encourage others. And we may not resonate with everyone. And it is a privilege and an honor to bring different perspectives, uh, different energies, different experiences to the podcast. Because I know that I can't, I'm not here to do it by myself that it's about a collective thing. It's about us helping the collective. And everybody's not gonna resonate with me, but in order for people to heal, we need to provide them with other resources. And maybe Leslie is that resource. 
maybe everyone that I interview on this podcast is that resource for that person that's looking, that's seeking. There are so many resources and tools and people out here that want to be there for you and show you that you're not alone. But first you have to reach out. You got to reach too. And I know that that's a difficult place to be in. Asking for assistance. It's a, it's a, it's a hard place to be in, but until you become accountable and responsible, you won't have the healing that you're seeking. So I just, I just send love to anyone who is hurting right now in any situation that they may be facing or they feel like life is over for them or um, they're trying their best to, to become the healthiest and greatest version of themselves and they don't know how, reach out. If I can't, if I can't assist you, I know people who can. I have connections with other people who can, so just reach out. That is the first step, is reaching out. The first step is admitting that there's a problem, that there's an issue that you've been dealing with for years. And you're ready to grab it by, to grab a hold of it and, and no longer allow it to have control over you. So. It is a privilege and an honor to serve in this, this manner. It is a privilege and an honor to be connected with people and to be able to bring them uh, to this platform. So I am very grateful, beyond grateful and thankful for this platform and to use that platform. So I love you with everything that I am, and I'm grateful and thankful to see another day. And with that being said, let's rock this day out. Let's get her done. And so be it. And so it is. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I thank y'all for joining me today. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing, and beautiful day today. From my heart to yours, as always, namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. I am Coach Susie, and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder, and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew, and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, I left a 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, healthy, and holistic life, and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem but I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse. 
and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggle to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?